Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. This is Anna and you're listening to a 60 minute flow practice where we focus in on the neck and shoulders in terms of how to keep the neck free and clear while you're practicing, particularly when your arms go overhead. So look for a little workshopping of that later in the class. In the beginning, we focus a lot on flow and simply moving your body. We're gonna start in downward facing dog. You come to your mat, plant your hands. You'll press your hands down into the floor. Bend your knees, slide your hips up and back. Walk your hands wide and turn them out just a bit so that the lobster claw or the space between your thumb and first finger faces forward. And that might give you some more space between your shoulders and your ears and some more space around your neck. If it does good, stay with it. If it's not for you, you come back. You can also play with the hands wide, but turned anywhere from thumb forward to middle finger forward in order to get the rotation that your shoulders need to be comfortable here bearing your weight. Then we want to take as much weight out of the shoulders as possible. So bend your knees, slide your hips back. And as you reach your hands down and forward into the mat, slide your hips up and back to where the wall meets the ceiling behind you. Have a breath in. Long, slow breath out that just escapes through your mouth. You have all the time in the world to just let it go. And you look forward to your hands. Walk forward, take ragdoll. Your feet about hip distance apart. You can wrap your arms around each other or around your legs. You can sandwich in between your chest and your thighs. Let your head drop heavy. The nape of your neck gets soft. Rock side to side by bending one knee and then the other. And then stay to one side. Doesn't matter which, we'll do both. Just stay to one side, let your head drop, pause with one knee bent, one leg working its way, maybe to straight, maybe not quite. back to center and the other side stay, breathe. We'll draw back to center, release your hands to your mat and we'll walk together. Press your feet down on your inhale, roll up to standing mountain pose. You'll have arms overhead or maybe a little wider than your shoulders. They'll be slightly in front of your face so you see the arm bones in your peripheral vision. Then you'll press your right foot down and reach up through the right side body. Again, the shoulder might try to crowd the neck. 
keep a softness there. Press from your foot through your fingers. The action of the arm is the lifting. The action of the arm is squeezing tight. You're pressing arm muscle out through your fingertips. Good. And then back to center, pause. And the other side, press down to the left foot, reach long through the left side body. Press out through the fingertips without the shoulder coming up. So it's naturally gonna wanna elevate. You don't have to pull it down. Just note any extra work that's going on there. And instead of the arm reaching and disintegrating from the shoulder joint, arm bone stays in the shoulder joint, the muscle grips to bone in the arm, then your fingers, and the arm makes itself light. Come back to center slowly, we'll bring hands to heart center. Pause in Samastiti with that sense of length in both sides of your body. Space between each rib. Each breath, you feel the shape of your body change. And then noticing and becoming aware of that. We're acknowledging that we are dynamic creatures. We are ones who are able to adapt quite fluidly, quite elegantly in our nature. Part of doing this practice is focusing in on the physical adaptation of the body. Adaptable body, adaptable mind. We'll start with sun A. When you inhale and reach up, keep your shoulders soft around your neck. Let the arms squeeze tight and fan your fingers. Side bodies lengthen. When you exhale, bow forward. Send your hips back. Lengthen down your legs. Let your head drop. You breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Press your feet down and back your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Squeeze your legs tight as you press your hands into the floor. You could always modify this as a cat pose or a child's pose. Breathe in, upward facing dog. You're gonna breathe out to down dog. Press down and forward through your hands. Bend your knees, slide your hips up and back so you get long and light. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. and bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, roll up to standing mountain pose. Fold forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, plant your feet, pull your heart forward. Low push-up, press into the floor, tighten your body as you lower. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. 
Bend your knees, slide your hips up and back. Really get the length of the down dog. Then look forward, walk or hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. One more round, press your feet down. Lengthen up through your side body. Shoulders stay soft, arms squeeze, hands span out. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. Press your hands down and forward. Bend your knees, send your hips up and back. You might walk your hands a little wider. We'll be here for a breath. Getting that sensation of space around your neck and shoulders. Length through your side body as you exhale. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Set your hips back, Utkatasana, chair pose. Bow forward, chest to thigh. Bend your knees enough so that that happens. Every time we bow, chest and thighs come together, even if it's a really deep knee bend. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Three-legged dog. As you exhale, come forward. Bring your knee toward your chest. Step into a low lunge. Breathe in, press into your front foot. Lift your abdominals. Come up to high crescent lunge. Arms wide. And again, Link through your side bodies, soften your shoulders, press into your feet as you bow, taking your hands to the mat, step back, low push up, breathe in, upward facing dog, and down dog, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, take your left leg back behind you, squeeze it tight, use the glute muscle, quadricep muscle, then exhale, bend your knee in and step. Breathe in to reach up, arms wide and shoulders soft. So you squeeze the arms, lift the pinky fingertip. Keep pressing into your feet as you bow. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in. And let it go through your mouth. We'll look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. 
and breathe out, fold forward. Sit your hips back, Ukatasana. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push step. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Inhale, reach your right leg up behind you. When you exhale, come forward, your knee toward your nose. Step at the center of your mat. Back foot flat on that same line. Up to warrior two. Exhale, cartwheel your hands down. Low push up. Press into the floor with your hands to slow this down. Breathe in. Press your hands down. Pull your abdominals in to go back. Squeeze your left leg tight and take it up behind you. Three-legged dog. And bend the knee into the chest. Rock forward. Step the foot. Back foot flat. Press the feet into the mat as you come up or two. Keep pressing them into your mat as you cartwheel down. Choose to plant your hands. Then step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have breath here. So that pressing into the floor in every single pose, rooting down. That gives us agency, it gives us choice. When we move slowly and stay grounded, we have choice. When we let gravity pull us into those cartwheels or we let gravity pull us into this pose and drop us into our shoulder, our wrists, we have no choice. We're gonna be rushed, we're gonna be compressed. Ground down, you can lift up. Ground down, you can breathe fully. Ground down, you can decide what's next. Now look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop. Press your feet down, then halfway lift. There's just a habit you get into. Press into your feet, then pull your abdominals in and pull yourself to your legs. Sit your hips back, dig your heels in, pull your abdominals in to reach up Ukatasana, stay. So we can get into the habit of rushing. We can get into the habit of going through the motions. We can get into the habit of flailing. We can get into the habit of grounding, of breathing. It takes time to make a new habit or to change an old one. Dig your heels in, draw your abdominals in. Have a breath here that you squeeze your arms, lift through your pinky fingertip. When you exhale, start by pressing into the ball of your big toe on each foot, then draw your abdominals in and pull yourself into the fold. Same thing when you move to halfway lift, press into your feet. And you have a lot of agency and a lot of choice in how you draw long and how long you breathe. Plant your hands, step back. 
I'm thinking of press into your hands. Keep pressing into them. Upward facing dog. Keep pressing the floor away. Breathe out. Let that take you to down dog. Then you'll step your right foot forward. Plant both feet. Then abdominals in. Feet down, abdominals in. You lift your torso, you lift your arms, right? Yeah, we can get in the habit of just throwing our arms in the air. We can get out of that habit too. You're gonna bring your right arm down. Just wiggle your right foot forward a bit, deeper stance. Press into your back foot, scrub it down and away into the floor. Then from the back foot, lift your abdominal. As you pull into your front heel and sit low, Squeeze the left arm, press the pinky fingertip up, ring fingertip up. It's squeezing. The heart is lifting, chest is reaching. On your exhale, press into your feet, bring your hands to the mat and step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. <laughs> nice work with the cattail. Down dog, breathe out. It looked like Heather had a mustache for a second. You're gonna step your left foot forward, pause. Form a new habit, press both feet down, abdominals in, float your chest up, then your arms follow. So instead of the arms pushing you off the floor, the feet lift you off the floor. We're gonna bring left arm down and then just move your left foot forward. Maybe a little bit, maybe a lot. Put a longer stance here to play with the length in the back leg. You squeeze the back leg, press the foot down and away. It's rooting down and it's kind of stretching. It's not kind of, it's trying to stretch the mat over to the right. And abdominals in, so foot down, abdominals in. It's like the same thing. Third verse, same as the first. Foot down, abdominals in, squeeze the arm. Soften that line between neck and shoulder. If you're not sure, because it tends to get a little, little pinchy in there, bring the elbow out to the side, do a cactus. See if you can get things to relax and release. Then lift from your chest, heart up, back from really strong feet. Pull into your abdominals, keep pressing into your feet. You gently place your hands down, press them into the floor then. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press down to go back, downward facing dog. Have a breath in. And let it go. Now look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. As soon as you get there, into your footprints, plant your feet to draw your heart forward, to float your chest forward. And then exhale, fold in, press into the balls of your big toes, pull your navel center in towards your spine, let your head drop and chin tuck in. You'll sit your hips back, ukatasana. Press your heels down, pull your abdominals in. That floats you up. Exhale, twist. Bring your left elbow toward your right knee. 
We'll pause here, hips back, heart forward. Your choice to stay or to open the arms and your choice to rest the arm on the leg or to float it out in front. Floating out in front has some uh, advantages of you gotta lift up through your core or if these collapse. Uh, so it's a good test of, of that. It's also a good way to align your shoulders so that the left shoulder comes to center and then you stack the right shoulder on top. For some of us, like myself included, it's best to bring right hand to the hip or the rib cage in order to stack the shoulders. If you feel any discomfort in your upper arm in the shoulder joint, bring the hand through cage, you'll get more twist. If the shoulder's compressing, it may not be allowing you to turn as far as you could. Breath in. And then exhale, release slowly. Walk your feet apart. Parangasthasana, peace fingers to the big toes. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold down, pause. Get still in your body. Let your breath move it. Bend your knees enough to stay steady here and paying attention to how each side feels. After that very asymmetrical experience of twist. Again, when you're folded forward, bend your knees until your chest and thighs come together. No daylight between them. It's possible I'm talking to you. <laughs> Release your hands, walk your feet together. On an inhale, Ukatasana, dig your heels in, pull your abdominals in, habits. Hands to your heart. And then we'll twist, bring your right elbow towards your left knee. Good. And then open your arms if you like. If you prefer to stay like this, totally cool. Open your arms and if you do, give it a shot of pulling the, the arms off the legs, send your hips back, lift your torso with your abdominals. Twisting, especially standing twisting where we hook an arm over a leg can often be like we fall into the twist. We just like gravity pull us down there and we just stay wherever gravity takes us. So by coming into this unbound uh, open arm or uh, one arm open, the other hand to the hip, you're gonna be more kind of present and engaged with how you're twisting. You wanna stack your left shoulder over your right while you keep your hips level. Right hip, right knee, you're gonna try to sneak forward. I can see a few doing that. It's okay if the knees aren't perfectly in one line, but if your hip is floating out to the side or forward, then you're not twisting anymore. You're just shifting your hips. Have a breath in. And then exhale, bow forward, toe your feet apart, parahastasana, hands go underneath. If they don't go underneath, no big deal. Go back to parangasthasana or ragdoll. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward and again. Bend your knees enough to have your torso rest on your thighs so that you can feel what just happened. Let your head drop, let your brain climb up through your body. What's going on there with your breath? What does it feel like to be 
in your body in this moment. Most of us know what it feels like to be in our head every single moment of every single day. What does it feel like to be in your body? Your body may be telling you, I need to rest right now. If so, child's pose, shavasana, do those things. Maybe telling you it needs water. May just need your attention and your breath. Release your hands. Walk your feet together. Plant them down and roll up to standing. Mountain pose. And then big bear hug. Right arm underneath the left. You're going to cross your right foot behind the left. And then reach the left arm up, the right arm down in the Barishnikov. Pressing the hands away from one another through the pinky and ring fingertip. The arm that's overhead is going to try to climb up around your ear. Don't let it. Press into the foot. Lengthen from the leg up through the rib cage. The arm squeezes, but it stays integrated. Breath in. And then back to center, release. Hands to heart, feet together. Pause, samasiti, what do you feel? As opposed to what you think. A lot of us after that one, our thought pattern is, did I do that right? I'm not sure I did that right. I don't even think I did it right. What do you feel? And on your inhale, reach up. And it's a left arm under for the bear hug. Left leg behind. And if you did that last time, just reverse whatever you did. The right arm reaches up from down through their fingertips. Press your feet into the floor. And the shoulder that wants to climb up around the ear, let it soften. You don't have to pull it down. Right? There's no need to, to get any force involved. Squeeze the arm. Your fingertips were calling your arm muscles up the bones. Same thing with the fingertips are pressing down. Heart up, breath in. And then exhale, release. Hands to heart center. Pause, close your eyes, feel what you feel. Differentiate feelings from thoughts. There's mental games, mental loops we go through. The way to get out of them is to feel our body. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart. And then right foot back into a low lunge. We'll take a few straightening bends of the front knee. I guess straightening bends is now a now, but um, you guys evidently know what I mean. Pretty 
pretty soon I'm just going to say S and B and then I'll know exactly what to do. Make your way back to the lunge, stack your knee over your ankle, slide your left hand forward on the floor for now, half moon, you're gonna stack your right hip over your left, flex your right foot, squeeze your right leg, and keep your right hand at your hip as you float your left hand up and off the floor into a balancing half moon. And if you feel inclined to open up both arms, do that. Keep your shoulders stacking right over left. Breath in. And when you breathe out, bow forward, fingertips to the front of the mat, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. On your inhale, reach up to standing, mountain pose. As you do, shoulders soft, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. You're gonna exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees, send your hips back. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet a bit apart. Then your left foot back into a low lunge. And some rocking back and forth, straighten, bend your front knee. Inhale that we straighten, and exhale that we bend. Usually, traditionally, you could go the other way. Let's slow it down so it's one side of the breath, one movement of the body. Make your way back to the lunge, stack right knee over ankle. Cool. Right hand out in front on fingertips. For right now, we'll use the floor. Left hand to your hip as you take half moon in the leg. Press into your right foot. Float the right arm off. You can choose to keep left handed hip or extend it. If you're extending the upper arm, check in again with the shoulder and the neck there. Also keep hips and shoulders stacked. Sometimes the upper arm can pull the left shoulder down. Rotate it up over the right. Breath in. When you exhale, fingertips down to the floor, foot down to the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, press into your feet, pull your abdominals in. Fold. Press your feet down. Inhale, roll up to standing. Mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. You'll plant your hands, step back, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. 
Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Press down, lift your abdominals and your arms, check in with the shoulders. Open up, warrior two. Okay. We'll breathe in, reverse. And then triangle, straighten your front knee, hinge at the hip. It is triangle week at Three Dog Yoga. From here, we're going to bend the front knee. If you've got a block, grab it. Whether you need it or not, grab the block. Plant it. And lift off into half moon. And the block is going to help you come up and have a bit more stability at a higher elevation. You'll bend your upper knee. If the foot is somewhere, your hand can easily catch it. You catch the foot. If it's easy enough, flip the hand to uh, the inside of the foot so that your palm is up, shoulders opening away from the chest. Get a breath in. As you breathe out, keep pressing into the foot and the hand on the block. Release foot and hand from the air down to the mat. Both hands down on the floor. You'll step your right foot back. Low lunge, knee down. Lift your chest, then your arm. Soft shoulders, squeeze your arms tight. Press into your foot as you bring your hands to the mat. And step back. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot forward, plant both feet. Really aware here, pull your abdominals in, lift your chest without your shoulders floating up. Take your arms up, let your arms float. The shoulders stay in good. You can open out to worry too. I'm gonna flip so I can see you. Breathe in reverse. Press into your front foot, straighten your front knee. Triangle. Which we're going to bend into the front knee a bit. Catch your block in your left hand, step it out in front. Really use the block and the front foot as leverage. If you don't have a lot of leverage in those, step your back foot up until you do. That way you can make conscious choice to lift up into the half moon. Sometimes we just like, launch ourselves in a half moon. It's fun. But then we don't have a lot of choice about how long we stay. If you come into it fully grounded, if you come into it fully breathing and aware, better chances of staying. Bend your knee if the foot is there to be easily caught and catch it. If you can turn the palm up, turn the palm up. Breathe in. Good. Breathe out. Keep pressing into the foot and the hand on the block as you release the foot and hand from the air. Down. Then both hands onto the mat as you step your left foot back. Knee down. Press into your right foot. Lift your abdominals. Keep the shoulders soft as you lift your arms. Right. So form a new habit. Press into your foot as you bring the hands to the mat. 
step back, little push up. Breathe in, up dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath. Now empty it out, come down to your knees for child's pose or hero. If you like hero with the block, definitely you can, you can sit on the block for hero. Have three breaths. If you're in child's pose with the arms extended in front of you, check in again with that space between your neck and your shoulders. If you're in hero seat, same idea, check in. And if you're in hero, you'll stay. And if you're in child's pose, you could come up to hero. If you don't like hero so much, you come up to seated. Okay. We're gonna work with the arm positioning overhead. Uh, the, the thing the yoga teacher has been talking about all session. Just start with, well, I can't right now, but just start with swinging your arms up. Just let them swing and then let them swing down. Just, just do that a few times. So. To be honest, most of the time, when we come up to mountain pose, when we come up to tree, when we come up to warrior one, we're doing a lot of this, right? It, it's visible and we feel and we know that, that this will happen. And, and usually, go ahead and put your hands on the mat in front of you. Remove objects in the way. You have to put your hands on the mat in front of you. Most of the time, what we're doing is we're kind of pushing off the mat to come up. Go ahead and do that a few times. Take your hands on your mat and then just push off the mat. So that's usually how we end up getting to crescent lunge, warrior one. Come back down, go with hands to the mat. And then instead, whatever's touching the ground, most of us, it's our shins, right? If it's your sitting bones, your sitting bones. Press down to the mat, pull your abdominals in. Let your abdominals pull your chest up higher so that your arms float, then float your arms, go real slow. The arms up over the collarbones, palms turned in. Check in with your shoulders, where are they? And then press into the shins or whatever's touching the floor, pull your abdominals in, bring your hands slowly back down. Barely touch. Press into your shin bones, pull your abdominals in. Lift first your chest, stack shoulders over hips. Then bring the arms up, turn the palms in. There's space between your neck and shoulders. Then press into your shin bones, bring the arms down and stop halfway. Ah, nice, really nice. Pull into your abdominals and come back up. Yeah, that was like, won't get fooled again. Nicely done. Let your arms drop and let them sway again. Really good. All right. So the issue with arms overhead that most of us find when we let them swing, and if you do it a few times, I'm gonna do it this way. You can see that my shoulders are hugging my headphones here, right? That's generally what happens, and that's generally no bueno, no good to a neck that's already tired and sore. Right? Let's do some shoulder shrugs, get out anything that, that's up there. Right? So the main thing, the reason why the teacher drones on about the arms coming overhead is that we don't want to create more tightness, more tension in these already busy muscles. You guys keep rolling your shoulders out, do one at a time, do both together. I'm gonna to show you uh, this way. The other thing that it does when the arms are way up here, 
is that it disconnects the arm from the core. So when my arm's up here, I don't have any action here and I don't have a lot of action in the arm. So coming back to this idea, take both of your arms up overhead and bring your shoulders up to the ears. Oh, the dreaded shoulder earrings. Now try to connect, no matter how hard you squeeze in with your abs, try to connect your arms to your core body, like what's going on in your hands. It pretty much everybody like pulls down with their back, right? Instead, we're gonna bring the arms down again. You're gonna shrug that out and get rid of it. This is important arms overhead for standing poses. This is important in wheel. Wheel is just arms overhead to a deeper degree. You don't ever have to do wheel, but if you want to do wheel or want to work toward wheel, the, the elevation here has to stop. So bringing your arms up, being really where pressed from your shins or your sitting bones, lift your abdominals, lift your chest, lift the arms to where you can still feel abdominals, lifting your chest, your arms are still integrated into that action. Lengthen through your side body up through pinky and ring fingertip. There's this V shape from your navel up through your pinky finger, ring fingertip. Now let your shoulders climb up around your ears. Then try to get them back. For most of us, that becomes a lot of work and it becomes hard to breathe. Like once they're up, they're up. Go ahead and let your arms slide down again. We'll do one more. This is where we don't have to do abdominals. Draw your abdominals in as you press your shin bones down. <laughs> Lift your chest up. If you're doing them right, you don't need to do abdominals later. Bring your arms up. And then lift the abdominals, lift your chest. And then from where you are, seated or hero, you go toward a back bend. And the shoulders stay remarkably clear of the neck. It's looking good. You're also able to press your sternum up, the arms move with you. Can you get that idea of your arms squeezing tight, the muscles squeezing in, holding their own weight, and then release that down. Really good. You can shake it off again. And then we're gonna come around onto your back. Well, we're not gonna come onto your back. <laughs> we're all gonna come onto our own backs. So when you get to your back on the floor, first of all, Probably feels pretty good after all that work. So pause, let yourself melt in. Then we're gonna take the arms back behind. So we're getting ready for bridge. We're gonna do it with the arms reaching for the back wall. If when you get there, it is not comfortable for you to be in this position, that's legit. Go back to arms at your sides. If you can, keep the arms extended behind Notice what's going on at your neck and the intersection of your shoulder. You may need to bend your elbows a bit. Keep the shoulders clear of the neck so you got plenty of space there. Press your feet down, come up for bridge. Maintain that space. Press your wrists into the floor if they get there. Not hard, but the wrist is a grounder. Press your feet down. One more breath here. And then slowly slide back down to your mat and stay. Walk your feet wide to the edges. Let your knees drop side to side. Windshield wipers. 
with your arms extended behind if that is acceptable to your shoulder joint. And then come back to center after you balance both sides. Plant your feet. Arms could stay back. They could stay at your sides if you need them to. Or half wheel. And in half wheel, we're already halfway there, actually. You're just going to bend the elbows, plant your hands. And you may find that you need to take your hands out wider or rotate them. So same thing in wheel applies. It applies in down dog. If your hands don't get all the way down and ground you here, try a different positioning of them. Once you got your hands down and grounded, half wheel, you're gonna lift up into bridge. You're gonna press your hands down, but just lift your shoulder blades off the floor. Back of your head stays down and it presses down. And half wheel is much harder muscularly than wheel. So if you're feeling that this is hot and hard, it is. Have a breath, press the floor, and then keep pressing the floor as you lower yourself down. So again, it's about having the choice to lower yourself down. You could stop anytime you wanted to and then release, let go, walk your feet wide again, arms in a cactus or comfortable position at your sides. So knees move side to side. Let this just be swishy, let this just move out at its own pace. We'll take one more bridge or half wheel or full wheel once you've gotten all the windshield wipers in that you need. Plant your feet, plant your arms, your hands. Press down and go up. And for wheel, if half wheel was really successful, if it felt good, then it's a good idea to move to wheel. May or may not happen, but at least you're on the way. If half wheel didn't feel so good, that's your sign to do bridge. And get a breath in. Whatever pose you're working, keep pressing into the floor as you slowly lay your head, your shoulders, your low back, and your hips down. Then slip the body canasana, soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Okay. Take a moment to lengthen your low back and to lengthen your neck, which may include lifting your hips, sliding them toward your heels, lifting your head, sliding it toward the back of your mat. Check in with your shoulders and your neck. If there could be more space there, try repositioning your arms. Have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out that just escapes you. And we'll walk feet to the floor, out wide to the edges of the mat. Let your knees drop over to the right, as if staying in the windshield wiper. Squeeze the glute muscle of the left leg. You can stay right as we are. You could cross the right foot over the left thigh. If you like deer pose and you want to roll onto your right shoulder and then roll into the twist where you're facing the back of your mat, arms parallel like sphinx. Take it into the deer twist. And 
and that one can keep working into a side bend if you keep crawling your left fingertips around toward the right corner of your mat. Which I like to call, oh dear, pose. But that's because I'm a nerd. Have a breath here. Wherever you're coming from, you're going to make your way slowly back to center. As you do, take your time. Place yourself there. Then knees over to the left. Squeeze your right glute. That stays wherever you're going. Left foot could cross over. Or you could rotate, roll up onto your left side. Come around to forearms parallel. Deer. And once you're situated there and everything feels good, you know you're aligned. And more importantly, well, aligned is good. Lengthen is important. Drawing your heart forward, there's no rounding. Then you can start working toward that reach of the right arm into the side bend. Breath in, long, slow exhale, press it out from deep in your abdominals. Keep the abdominals firm as you unwind whatever you got going and place yourself back at center. When you get there, you hug your knees in, make a little rock side to side. Any finishing poses, stretches, restoratives that you like. and then make your way to Shavasana. Excellent work today, y'all. Take a few moments here to feel your breath moving your body. To know what it feels like to be you. The one that's here right now. to have a compassionate experience of yourself. The kind of compassion you might have for someone else. That you experience you through that lens of the kindness, the grace. That we all as human beings have.
feel ready to come back. Start with your fingers and your toes to move in small ways. And roll to a comfortable side. Pause there. Have a note of that space between Shavasana and life. And we come up to seated. And we have our first experience of life outside of ourselves with each other before heading off to life out there. We draw hands to your hearts to acknowledge our strength, our courage, and our kindness. And extending them to one another, we draw thumbs to forehead center. Not for each other. Namaste. Well done, everybody. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Three Dog Yoga podcast. If you'd like to join our live Zoom classes, you can head to our website, threedogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash threedogyoga. Thanks again. Namaste.